This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Sun. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> in. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? I make you laugh? How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old. I am thrice divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light them up. I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm ready to take on the Catalina wine mixer. It's time. <laughs> for the Cigar Authority. May 10th, 2014, broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, two stars for the price of one will be joined by Omar DeFrias, the owner and founder of Fatello Cigars. Omar is from the Dominican Republic, which makes sense in the cigar industry, but everything else does not. We'll explain that later. Phil Zangi, owner and founder of Debonair Cigars. For some of you, you think he's new to the cigar world. Nothing could be further from the truth. Debonair may be a new cigar, but oh no, Phil Zangi is a pro. Actually may know more about tobacco than anyone, and we'll explain that too. Gentleman Chuck Morrison gets Debonair in the very opposite from Old Fart Freddy. And this classic day also, that and lots more. An extra added bonus, everybody. This is big. Mr. Jonathan has taken the day off. He's not even here. That makes a great show even better. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and perhaps the world that's always broadcast on location. This week, Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, the world headquarters, and the only show that just doesn't allow smoking. Come on, we insist upon it. We really smoke on the show. We just don't fake it. Tune in at thecigarauthority.com. Watch us live. Catch us on the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube and on iTunes where you can set it and forget it. Forget it. So uh, two cigar stars for the price of none. The broadcast is free as it always is and worth every penny if you ask me. And uh, we're going to smoke their cigars, and we're going to bring them on, and we're going to talk to them about the cigar industry and what's going on. And this guy is very interesting. I'm going to pass you, uh, Chuck Morrison, the Fratello cigar. Yeah, baby. Um, This guy is very interesting. He's um, he's a uh, NASA scientist. I mean, it's crazy. He's almost seven feet tall. Big boy. Um, And even the cigar band, as you look at the cigar band, it's even different. As a regular cigar band goes straight across, this one has some angles to it. It drops down. It goes up. It's, uh, there's never been a cigar band quite like this cigar band, and he designed that too. Um, Omar is only nine months in the cigar business. He's a baby. Wow. And uh, we have him here and happy to do it. I met Omar in Washington, D.C. I was at a cigar bar one night fighting legislation uh, during the day and went to the cigar bar at night. And uh, this well-dressed man uh, came up to me and said, uh, you got a cigar? And I was actually already smoking one. And I said, yes, I do. Uh, and we talked for a few minutes. And he said, uh, here, I'd like you to try one of mine. And I 
shook my head and I said, no, you're not in the cigar business. And he said, yeah. And uh, I'd like you to try mine. And I just shook my head and I said, you seemed very bright to be in Uh-oh. such a, you know. You what seem, are you doing? You basically seemed too smart for me to do this. And he is very smart. He's well, well educated. Very smart guy. Handles uh, the budget for NASA, billions and billions of dollars. And... Um, why? Oh, is he why? still active with NASA? Yes, he works Monday through Thursday with NASA. Hits the road Thursday night, wow. and um, he's been doing it for nine months. And um, he really loves it. He loves the cigar industry, and uh, he, he's married, two children. But he's uh, he's out there doing this, and um, I love his passion. I love it. But um, he's going to have to choose. Yeah, and I'm telling you. Just spending a day with him yesterday, he's going to choose the cigar industry. Hmm. He loves it. We'll see what happens. It's hard not to, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, I'll say. Um, okay, it's time to cut our cigar right now. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality tradition and excellence and we're going to cut the fratello cigar we're smoking the toro i believe this is and uh six by 50 ring gauge again the the band is is uh makes the cigar look totally different those that are watching on the video see that the band is is pointed up like that but then as you turn it around it's pointed down and, and uh, put together with this seam that's on the back he has four different sizes and he actually had to make make four different bands because the bands do not work with each other. That's the way, uh, the way it is uh, when you do something like this. So um, four different bands of four different sizes. And, uh, you know, definitely small uh, manufacturing right now, uh, j- just getting up and running. But he had the whole world to choose where to manufacture his cigars. So here's a Dominican living in Washington, D.C., uh, working for NASA. Dominican working for NASA, which doesn't make any sense anyway, and he has to make a cigar. So where other, where should he make the cigar? Of course, Nicaragua. <laughs> Again, this whole thing is, is messed up. Uh, and, and we're going to talk to him and talk to him why. Why, why would he choose that? And um, the people that make his cigar, which is Hoy de Nicaragua, make cigars for nobody but him. Hmm. So... There's, uh, there's something going on, and we're going to try to find out what that is. I'm going to use my Cyclone, Vertigo Cyclone lighter. This is the triple jet. the That's one that the go- beast. This is the one that goes through the wash and the dry <laughs> and continues to keeps on ticking. Uh, I was using uh, that uh, yesterday when I was with Omar, and he says, I love that lighter. It's a, it's a solid lighter. I mean, for what, nine ninety five? Yeah, is that the retail? Yes, that's the, that's the crazy part of it. When people say, "Geez, I love that lighter." Yeah, yeah, ten bucks. It's a sol- I mean, it's solid. Not, forget forget the fact that it will survive a washing machine, a drying machine, both. It's just it's a solid lighter. It's got a huge tank, which means it's got you know life to it. It's perfect, in my opinion, for the summer on the golf course. You know, in those environmental elements where you have some wind or something like that. It's got the triple jet action for ten bucks. I mean, forget about it. You're not going to find a better deal. It's a winner. I've got the uh, what is this? The Illuminator, Dave, the one with the uh, with the light. Yes, yep. the Illuminator. Also yep. by Vertigo. Yep. Solid lighter. This S- one I think is single jet, thin profile. Yep. 
And if you lay that on its side, that's a resting spot for the cigar. You I know forgot that. about that. Here we go. I forgot about that. Yeah. Wonderful. So it's got that going for it, too. Vertigo, they're doing it. They're doing it out there for sure. So uh, look in your favorite uh, brick-and-mortar retailer for Vertigo lighters. Unbelievable for the money. Nobody can touch them. My personal opinion, anyway. Um, so, Chuck, you missed it. You missed this week. Oh Monday, Cinco de Mayo. It was, um, it was really something. We had uh, John Cena Sr. This is uh, the fabulous Johnny. Johnny Fabulous uh, is his wrestling manager's name. And he's John Cena Sr., which is the WWE champion John Cena. This is his father. And he's been in the game for lots of years. And um, he brought the luchador with us. And uh, this guy was jacked to the max, and he stood at the store, and we had um, the launch of the Luchador Cigar. It went very well. From Monday, I was worried about Monday because Monday, to be honest, in retail environment, not the best day of the, the, the uh, week. Actually, the second worst. The worst is Tuesday, by the way. Hmm. Uh, and I think that's for most retailers across the country, not just cigar retailers. But uh, Monday's pretty bad. But they came out. They came out because, uh, as we said last week, the uh, this is the um, Mexican uh, St. Patrick's Day, basically. I love that. Yeah. It's so true. That's exactly what yeah. it is. <laughs> so we had uh, some tequila and um, smoking the new uh, luchador. And it was um, uh, a lot of people gave it a try, uh, which is all you can hope for anyway. Uh, we sold some boxes, but uh, a lot of people intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I saw is they said, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll try one. And they smoked one. And they came back after they smoked it, and they got a handful. So, again, uh, voting with their wallets at that point, uh, they liked it. Yeah. You know, I'm not, they just didn't say they liked it. When they came back and bought it, they proved to me that they liked it. So I think we got a winning cigar for sure uh, from Sam Lachia. Sam is um, the guy there for, for years. He was out there uh, hawking the um, nub cigars. And uh, because of a uh, non-compete clause in his contract, uh, he sat on the sidelines for three years, came out with the, with the Lucia black and white. And one of those is uh, the one that has the Kentucky Fire Cure tobacco in it. And as he was releasing uh, a, a cigar using Kentucky Fire Cure, which was never done before, wouldn't you know it, a couple of other people came out with their version of Kentucky Fire Cure, including... Such uh, a copycat industry. Yeah. Man. It really but, is. But I'll say this. Um, the people from Drew Estates that came out with it immediately following, they couldn't have copied it that fast. They had to be in the works to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's just impossible for, for the cigar to been have been made and laid Matured down. Yeah, yeah, it would have been impossible. So I'll give him that. But it's weird how uh, two people think the same thing and stuff. And, you know, I saw that and I'm like, poor Sam, man, after three years on the thing and then somebody comes out with that. Now the luchador comes out, and uh, <laughs> I'm interested to see what, what's next from somebody else if uh, somebody's <laughs> going to copy that off. But um, I, I saw through social media lots of people posting pictures with a mask on because they had done a, a half a dozen or so um, a luchador um, Cinco de Mayo launches yeah. and uh, looked like fun across the country. I'll tell you, it was fun here. We set up like a half a ring, and uh, people took pictures with them. And, um, you know, we had an extra mask, and we were playing around with it. I don't know if you caught the picture of Mr. Jonathan. I did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jonathan took his shirt off, 
And it wouldn't have been as bad, but he was standing next to the real luchador. Right. Who is jacked to the max. So it made Mr. Jonathan look even worse. Plus, add to that the long winter we had, and his body is, like, so pale. Oh, he looks like a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a good sport, and he, he, nobody asked him to do it. He did it, but it looked so bad, man. I think he wanted to dance with someone. He wanted to dance, and I think the, the luchador would have bit his head off if he, <laughs> if he uh, pushed out any further than he did. So did you guys you guys get the uh, WrestleMania reaction going? You know yep. the video, yeah? We watched WrestleMania three, I believe, which was um, when Andre the Giant played uh, Hogan. Hogan. Um, and what an action-packed um, card that was. I was actually there. I can't believe that. Yeah. Not only were you there. You yeah. had VIP seating. Yes, I sat with um, Hulk Hogan's dad. That's so cool. Uh, it was in the in the balcony, but front row balcony was actually nobody could be in front of you, so it was actually awesome because it was such a big crowd. Where was that event? Was that? It, it was in um, the the. the um, Is it Florida? No, um, Michigan. Uh, the indoor. Um, football okay. stadium. Okay, okay. And it was the largest attended, 88,000 or whatever it is, indoor seated uh, um, event. Um, I believe it still stands at this point or whatever it was uh, in the United States. And um, That's awesome. Who was on the card? I remember, like, so that was, that was, I was probably, that's when I was really into wrestling and I couldn't watch it live. It was a pay-per-view event. I was mad, pissed. Yeah. So I ended up renting it on VHS, like, months later. And I knew the outcomes, but watching that, man, I mean, I still have vivid memories of that. That, well, that was the heyday. So you yeah. had Hogan. You had Andre the Giant. You had Roddy Piper. You had uh, – Yeah, Roddy Piper was awesome in that too, in the, in the backstage stuff that was going on. But what was amazing was some of the celebrities that were the non-wrestling celebrities, Aretha Franklin, wow. Franklin doing the national anthem. Um, right. The commentator, you had Mary Hart. Do you remember Mary Hart? Who sure. She was with the legs. Sure. Uh, she was a commentator and – all the different people that were that were there, uh, it was, uh, and from what I understand, so we came upstairs, we had a, a dinner where we had tacos and nachos and all that. Did you have enough? Crap. We had hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of them, but it was a good time. And tequila, and we're watching it. But we set up a table, and the, the luchador and John Cena was there, and they commentated basically uh, of stories about these people that were wrestling and then there was Q&A that broke out and the Q&A probably went on for about an hour wow. uh, actually about wrestling and the, and the people and the stories behind the stories and stuff. It was, it was an awesome uh, few hours. I mean it was fantastic and the people were there uh, and there was a small group of us, uh, 50 people or so um, they had a great time um, you know just a, just a fun little evening of uh, on a Monday night that uh, turned out awesome so, uh, uh, you know, I don't like that same old thing. You know, the, these other people that put on supposedly events in their store, it's not an event. This was an event. Yeah. I mean, this went on all day, and it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, he, he even walked outside the luchador. You know, he's got no shirt on, and he's got the, the belt, and he's got the mask on, and he's waving to the people. <laughs> horns are beeping. And it was, it was an event. It was, you know, there was something going on for sure, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, good luck to Sam with his new cigar. I hope uh, he does very well with it. I'll tell you, uh, way to start it out. And they have tin signs, and they had stickers. And they had shot glasses, and they had all kinds of swag, not normal stuff that normally you see out there. Pretty cool stuff. Creative, yeah. So uh, it's great to see. I remember when um, Nub was launched, it was the same type of deal that there was a lot of stuff. You know, and that's the way to launch. You're going to launch something. Launch it. Yeah. I mean, go all out if you're going to do it. You could give it a, give it a fair shot. 
Right. The hats and T-shirts, you know, that's yeah. – yeah, yeah, be original. Yeah, so they certainly did. I mean, there was some weird stuff, and they got plans for a lot more stuff. So uh, I look forward to see where that goes. And um, when Sam is in town, we'll get him on the show, and uh, he can tell us exactly what's happening there. Speaking of events, we have an event coming up. This is the third annual that we did this uh, talk about original. It's actually something I came up with three years ago and something I hope and pray that does get copied. I hope retailers across the country hear this. Uh, if, uh, if, if you hear it and you're a customer of it, mention it to your favorite retailer, an event like this, because everybody should be doing it. This is the third annual Father and Son Cigar Dinner. It's Saturday, June 14th. That's the day before Father's Day. And uh, we have a, um, a cigar dinner that we're doing at Salvatore's Restaurant that's in Lawrence, Mass., and it overlooks the Lawrence River. And... Um, It'll be a full-course dinner. You'll get three Davidoff cigars and the special guest, father and son, Hanky Kellner and Klaus Peter Kellner. And we've done this for three years with different fathers and sons within the cigar industry. So the first year we did it, we did it with Nick and Nicholas Perdomo. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was fantastic. It was the first time out. We didn't know how it was going to go. It was great. The second year, last year, we did it with Dawson and Bobby Newman from J.C. Newman, Diamond Crown folks. Uh, again, fantastic, and we look forward to um, actually the first um, event, in-store event we're going to be doing with Hanky earlier that day. We're going to have it at Two Guys in Salem. Um, we'll have Hanky and Klaus Peter here in the store, and uh, we'll wrap it up, and then at uh, 5 o'clock we'll shoot over to Salvatore's. 5.30 cocktail, 6 o'clock is dinner. This is... Um, a uh, no big giveaways, no big um, speeches or anything like that. This is a time that you and your son or you and your father are going to spend time together. They'll get up and say a little something to it, but uh, that's truly what it's about. It's about you guys. And a, a pair of tickets to that event, and we want to sell them in pairs, is $99. And that gives you two tickets, one for you and your father or one for you and your son. If uh, you're like me and your dad passed away, and you want to be part of it, of course, we're going to uh, make it available so you can come. It's $59.99 for a single ticket, so 60 bucks for a single ticket or 100 for the um, for the pair of tickets. Uh, but we hope uh, we'll have the majority, as we had in the, in the past um, years, the majority will be father and son team, so we'll look forward to that uh, because it was a very, very special night. So if you're thinking about it, listen, pull the trigger. Come and do it. Uh, get together with your son or get together with your dad and have a nice night. Believe me, you won't be sorry. You'll be so happy that you ended up doing it. So Father and Son Cigar Dinner, Saturday, June 14th. Uh, get your tickets at Two Guys Smoke Shop, any Two Guys Smoke Shop. And those other retailers that listen to the show, and thank you for doing so, uh, copy this idea. You know, if you can't get a hold of a father and son cigar team or something, do it without or bring your, your son or your father with you. Whatever you have to do, get this off and rolling. Begin this and do make it an annual type thing and you won't be sorry. Uh, consumers out there, you're listening, tell your retailers about it. They should be doing something like this. Uh, again, you won't be sorry. You'll, you'll enjoy that you did it. Uh, text the word cigars. Text the word cigars with an S to 96,96000 to get in on our texting program. And uh, we give away prizes now and then. Uh, we're not going to do it today, but if you have never got on this, all you have to do is do it once. Uh, text the word cigars to 96,000. 
it's on there, you're in, and you're all set. And that's what we recommend you do. Listen, we don't share this with anybody. There's all kinds of rules and regulations. Don't be afraid to do it. Uh, but we need a way to get a hold of people during the show and say, you won the prize. So uh, please do that. Um, right now, I'm going to take a look at social media if we're ready. Uh, social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media, Recluse Cigars. Here are the best tweets of the week. All right, Dave. Well, Mr. Jonathan is out, so it's time for that social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, a cigar that was built on social media. Remember, all Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Guaranteed. Try a Recluse Cigar today. All right, boys and girls. Here are the best tweets I found all week. There are people who claim they are a ninja when they catch things after dropping them. Ninjas don't drop things. Sincerely, a ninja. There we go. <laughs> a whoopee cushion filled with gravy adds a hilarious new dimension to a rather tiresome practical joke. I believe that. that <laughs> what a mess. You don't want to hear that last line of every TV show, do you? Signed, my DVR. Uh, that's happened <laughs> to me before. Too many times. Yeah. According to the 19 citations I got for trespassing and peeping, Neighborhood Watch isn't what I thought it was. Ah. <laughs> and the best tweet that I saw all week, sex between three people is a threesome, and between two people is a twosome. Now I understand why they call Mr. Jonathan handsome. There we go. I'm not sure I totally get that. Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, rolled in bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw every time. And two bar. And two bar. <laughs> they roll them in, in little tubes, and they bunch them up together so that the drawer is nice and neat. I always wondered and, that. And cause... two bar. And, and the, most people don't. They actually fold it like accordion-style type of thing. It's folding. This, this way of, of um, doing that and two bar is actually an extra step, costly, because uh, somebody's got to do it. Slows down the process a bit, but that's what they do at Recluse Cigars, so they have a perfect drawer. Every time. Every time. Every time. I love that. Every time. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to two celebrity guests today. So uh, let's go to break. And um, when we come back, he grew up in the Dominican Republic, became a professional basketball player, and then a friggin' rocket scientist for NASA. <laughs> now, he's trying his luck at cigars. Why? I have no idea. We'll find that out, though. He's the big man. He's Omar D. Frias in his brand Fratillo. And later, he's got a pass. Um, a pass in the world of cigars, and he's back with more and more debonair than ever. He's Mr. Debonair. Phil Zangy himself will join us. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. <laughs> what about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Now, who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh, yeah, so smooth. Oh, yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But, oh, yeah, they're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Siri is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Siri from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Hey, this is cigar-smoking citizen Steve Saka, and you're listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back, and this is a weekly broadcast about cigars and the nonsense surrounding it. And with us, making his home somewhere in the D.C. area via the Dominican Republic, he is what looks to be, to me, the rookie of the year. Newcomer in the cigar business. We're hearing all about it. Here he is. Omar DeFries, welcome. Nice to meet you guys. Everything yeah. good? Yeah, everything's great. I'm excited out of my mind. This is going to be awesome. Yeah. This is going to be awesome. So, professional basketball player in the Dominican Republic. Yes. Next comes NASA. Yes. Working for NASA with over $5 billion budget. Yes. So, if that isn't enough, with that interesting pass, next, what would the obvious move be for somebody like that? Obviously... A cigar brand. There you go. Why did you get into this business? <laughs> I don't know what I was smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it surely wasn't a cigar. That's right. It was not a cigar. Um, uh, well, thank you for having me. Oh, my uh, pleasure. This is, a, this, is a, this is a great experience. I'm, uh, I'm thrilled not only to be here, but also to be part of, uh, of uh, Two Guys Smoke Shop. I thank think this you. Is, uh, we've done an amazing job in terms of uh, you know, being able to reach out to great, to great retailers nationwide and uh, – and uh, you being absolutely on top of it. So it's just, I'm absolutely uh, excited to be here. So uh, what was I smoking? Um, actually, I was smoking a Cien Años. 
yeah. uh, by uh, La Aurora 2004 release. Um, I was in my deck. I was relaxing. I was, uh, you know, enjoying the enjoying the beautiful weather in Washington D.C. And uh, I decided. I looked at the cigar. I said, "Wouldn't this be something?" If I could pull something like this, I've always been an entrepreneur, always done, you know, a lot of stuff in the New York Stock Exchange. I've done, you know, you name it, I've done it. Um, and, uh, and, and this was, a, this was an absolute move to be able to get into business first and then get into, you know, something that would be a passion for me. Something. But that you I never did. worked in a cigar store. No. You would never anything to do with any of it. And you say, I'm going to go from no part of it to I'm going to own my own brand right. and, and this is it. So I, I, I started studying about it about three and a half years ago. Okay. I started going through, uh, you know, many countries. I went to Honduras. I went to Nicaragua. I went to the Dominican Republic. I wanted to make sure that I, I knew enough of what I was getting myself into. Yeah. There's too many parts of this business. There's the distribution side of the house. There's the brand management side of the house. There is the retail side of the house. There is the manufacturing in the actually owning your own land and, owning, you know, sure. growing the tobacco. So I was, I was looking to see what would make the most sense okay. um, for me to get into and so when i when i when i decided to get into this it was mostly this is obviously what made the most amount of sense i wanted to make sure that i could still keep uh you know certain leverage and uh and security with still being employed with nasa and uh, see how to actually you know be able to break into this industry uh with a more of a passive approach that i actually ended up taking i ended up taking a more aggressive approach i knew i'm, I'm a very hard worker so yeah. I, I'm, I'm out there all the time um, I just didn't know that the uh, the reception was going to be the, the reception that we had. So nine months ago, nine months, nine ago. months ago, you launched the brand. Nine months That's ago, right. That's right. Uh, before that, it was maybe a year or so into dealing with uh, factory and Absolutely. blend and all that. Two years working with the uh, two years working on the blend and the and the branding of the cigar. The uh, I, I knew there was uh, in in my studies and trying to understand the business a little more. Branding is absolutely one of the most uh, key parts of this whole industry, and I knew I needed to make sure that I did something unique with our brand and something unique with our box, something that would make sure that when it came in, it would come in with with a nice. Oh, this is pretty unique. This yeah. is pretty interesting. Well, another unique thing was that you grew up in the Dominican Republic, and you would think most people would say it's going to be a natural to that's where he is going to make the that's cigar, right. but again, no. No, no. I'm breaking a little bit of the mold. Yeah. Uh, I love Dominican cigars. I love every... I love a good cigar yeah. overall. Um, Nicaragua, obviously, has been growing in the last uh, in the last three years over 15%, and that's one of the things that I, I came around with uh, some, you know, doing a little bit of research, and so obviously... It makes sense to be able to, uh, you know, the ride the wave a little bit, ride the wave a little bit, but obviously not not being entrenched only into, hey, I'm only Nicaragua. And so I'm absolutely open into, you know, expanding into other different things. I grew up next to a retailer, uh, David, in uh, the Dominican Republic. Uh, I grew up next to a retail shop in Santo okay. Domingo. So every time I was 14, 15 years old, would knock on the door and say, hey, can I get a cigar? I'm a six foot one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like, dude, I know you live next door and yeah, you're 14, yeah. 15 years oh. old. Get out of here. So he threw me out about 10 times, and then at the end, he actually brought me in when there was a torcedor doing his art. All right. And I uh, saw the guy doing my jaw, dropped into the floor. I was like, this has got to be the coolest thing I've ever seen. From all these Paolo leaves, you making that? And so the guy gave it to me and said, welcome to the new, to the real gentleman's club, boy. And I was yes. like, okay. So I'm, I'm like excited on my mind. I'm thinking I've seen the celebratory part of the business, and I wanted to smoke it. Um, uh, when I graduated from high school, and I exactly, did exactly that. Yeah. I, uh, I smoked it. It was cracked out of his mind because I left it in my side. It was dry. It yeah, was yeah. horrible. It was the best cigar I've ever had. Yeah, we go. <laughs> so it was an amazing experience, and um, that's uh, that's the real beginning of uh, of this journey. So, so you mentioned your height. How, how tall are you now? Six nine. Six nine. So wow. that's another different thing, and we're, we're mostly small family.
fat people in this industry, <laughs> but you're a giant you of a beard. guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, which, which is another different thing. So you ended up saying, okay, it's going to be Nicaragua. Yes. Why hoyer to Nicaragua? So a uh, lot of companies are working with uh, many different manufacturers. I was looking for, for uh, making, you know, making an approach with a company that I knew wasn't just working out with a whole lot of different Because they do it for nobody. Correct. And so uh, we, we, we did an amazing job uh, in terms of reaching out to them. And uh, uh, Jose Blanco and Dr. Alejandro Martinez Cuenca did yeah. an amazing job with the, uh, with the factory. And uh, it's, been, it's been very unique, uh, David. It's, uh, it's been an amazing experience working with them. Um, it is, it's, been, it's been one of those things that uh, uh, when you establish you start establishing a relationship with a company, you want to make sure you get that trust factor. And, the, and, and Hoya is just truly amazing. I, I get asked a lot, a lot of times that you know, somebody will come in and say, I'd like to make a cigar brand and get into the cigar business. And what do I do? And I said, well, I'm a retailer. It's a whole different thing for me. And right. so you, uh, of not being in the cigar industry at all, I mean, you basically, you know, for those that are listening and maybe want to take the same type of uh, – I, I don't recommend it at all, folks. I just want to let you know. Um, I, I, you know, don't play this game at, at home, basically. But um, if you knocked on their door and you said, this is what I want to do? Um, I established a relationship with, with Jose Blanco, okay. uh, which was huge. Uh, and, uh, and then we got talking because, uh, yes, you, you're absolutely right. A lot of people, you got ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. Let me go ahead and yeah. do a cigar. Wouldn't that be nice, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, I said, well, it actually takes a little bit more than that. It yeah. took me three years to be, you know, between, it took me two years before we actually launched at the IPCPR show, which we did last year. Yeah. And uh, it was unbelievably successful for us. Um, and it's been great, man. We've been riding a we've been riding a good wave. So. Well, it, it's a baby, and it's nine right. months. But I'm so glad you're here because we're going to follow you now yeah. for years and years and years yeah. and watch the explosion that's going to happen. Because I truly believe there's an explosion. I mean, I made this call with with. Um, Papin Garcia years ago before he even came into the United States, and I said, this guy's going to be huge. And that's what I think is going to happen to you uh, because I, I see something very, very different. You know, it's not you just copying what other people are doing. You actually took an approach and said, let me study before I end up doing it. Right. You're aiming and aiming and aiming, and now you've shot. Right. And I met you when I was in Washington, D.C., and I was just amazed at the retailers, the big-name retailers who already took your brand on. Right. And this is not a normal thing. I want to let you know right. that uh, usually uh, it's, a, it's a big struggle. Uh, if you're thinking of, of putting your own brand and you think you're going to get into, say, into our shops, for instance, it's really not going to happen. Right. I mean, we're approached by everybody all the time. And it's only the best of the best. Right. So we look at uh, the price of cigar. Okay, this is an $8 cigar. Um, this goes up against brand X, Y, Z and all this stuff. This, uh, you have no advertising. You have no um, uh, buddy asking for the brand or anything like that. So, sure, it's going to be a tougher um, cigar for us to sell. So um, I need something special as a retailer in order to do it. Right. Well, right off the bat, you look at it, and it's special immediately. Right. And it's what you did to this band. Yes. That, listen, I've been in the business 29 years. Right. Why didn't I think of this? <laughs> <laughs> I got an amazing uh, 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 designer. Uh, it, uh, the graphic designer is truly really the best designer of the Dominican Republic. Uh, we, we worked on this for seven months, man. It was, it was not something that came out the first time. Yeah. We worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And then actually we actually worked on it a lot. Then we worked on it a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, four or five months prior to the IPCPR show. 
I got a call from uh, from the company that's printing our label and said, Omar, I can't do this. And I'm like, uh, what, what, what are you talking about? You can't do this. It's like I cannot close the band and make it in fit into four sizes like most bands do. Most bands are rectangular sure. bands. You make them a little bigger and then yeah. you cut them at the factory. Big make machine cuts yeah. over 10, 20,000 bands. Yeah. You cannot do this with Fratello. Uh, it takes about for uh, one person putting 800 bands, they can only put 300 of the Fratello brand. Yeah. The only reason is because they have to hand turn every single cigar because when you put it in the face, this is the face of the cigar, right? Sure. But that's not how you put the band. You have to put the band like this. Yes. And then you have to hand turn every single cigar to make sure it goes into the cellophane. So the factory wasn't cr- crazy bit, you know, no. about that because um, obviously, but you know, it, it's but it was it was different. Yes. And, uh, and so when we came out of the show, I had Pete Johnson approach me and say, he looked at the brand and he's like, it's pretty damn cool, man. That's pretty unique. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was interesting, um, the fact that we were able to get it right. I watch the consumer as they uh, buy the cigar and they're trying it for the first time and they're looking at the cigar. You see them roll it and, and <laughs> yes. turn it around yes. because yes. it is. It, it makes you want to actually turn yes, the cigar does. around. Yes, it does. And, yes, yeah. it does. Yes, it does. And it had the Fratello cigars on the back where you close the cigar. We actually had to make four separate dies for this. We had a, we had a theme. We, had, uh, we wanted to get that Radio City Music Hall 1950 yeah. style. You look at the lettering. It's very similar. We wanted to get that barber pole, and we, uh, we wanted vibrancy. And we absolutely got all that into the brand. This is a very much of a branding industry. I mean, people walk into your humidor, David, every single day. They got four or five brands that they're thinking right sure. off the top. So this is very much a suggested sale. And I understand the type of industry that yeah. we're in. But it's going to be, at the end of the day, it's going to be how do we continue to get that branding into their heads yeah. and make sure that they, when they come in, they come in from Fratello. Yeah. Now, uh, the name, Fratello. You're bilingual. You speak Spanish. You speak English. So, you know, what would be another natural thing would come with a Spanish name because you would understand it and speak both languages. Or that you're an American now. Are you an American citizen? I am an American citizen. So you're an American citizen. You come out with a with natural name, but you pick a name Italian. Yes. <laughs> I am the United oh, of Nations. Course, of this course. is the United Nations of cigars, right? He's got an Italian name by a Dominican guy made in Nicaragua, <laughs> Peruvian tobacco, right? Yeah, right. So uh, the name actually came about. Uh, it's my nickname from college, David. I, uh, I was uh, I was trying to be a little bit of a smart guy, and I had taken an Italian class, and I started calling people Mio Fratello. This is brother. Everybody calls ourselves hermano yeah. in the Dominican Republic. What's up, mi hermano? What's up, my brother? And I started calling people, what's up, mi fratello? It used to be a little different. Yeah. People started calling me my fratello. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm calling you. What's up, brother? What's up, fratello? So yeah. I explain it. I explained so much. The debacle so much out of control. People started calling me Mike Fratello. And I'm like, dude, that is a coach in the U.S. My name is not Mike and last name is not Fratello. I tried to explain it so many times. I landed in the Dominican Republic and everybody in the DR knows me as my fratello. <laughs> it just, it's just one of those things, man. Wow. Interesting, huh? So, and, and the important thing is to get this story out yes. to people so they understand that there's a reason for it. And people uh, pick a brand name or something. Oh, that sounds cool or whatever. But, I mean, every single thing, you put so much into everything. including, And this is has a story to it, too. I mean, it's yeah. it's unreal. Only four sizes. Four sizes. So uh, small footprint for the retailers listening, small f- footprint that goes in the store, uh, same exact blend of, of all. But I smoked every size yesterday. Right. They all taste a little bit different, and yes, that's because do. of um, the amount of tobacco. The yeah, one. It's, a, it's a rapid to fill a ratio for yeah. us. It was, obviously, it was huge. We blended out a 46 ring gauge, so when we woke up, it was it just entirely changed the flavor. That Peruvian tobacco really gets highlighted more in the larger ring gauges. We're actually coming out with the new sizes here. It's going to be a six and a quarter by 52 box press torpedo. It's absolutely gorgeous. Different blend? 
We modified the blend slightly, okay. still the same Fratello blend, but we actually broke a ligero, you know, one of, half of a viso leaf because you cannot box press something like this because it will break the wrapper, right? Yeah. So we had to take off something to make it a little bit more loose. Then it spends 48 hours in the press and so make sure it gets a nice little, you know, soft box press to the uh, cigar, and it came out absolutely gorgeous. So we're looking forward to releasing that at the show. We're actually going to be releasing, uh, we're going to have a, our launch party at Old Virginia Tobacco in, uh, okay. in, uh, in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan region with Gary Pesh. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's going to be on June 13th, so we're looking very much forward to, oh, uh, to that. It's going to be amazing. Almost ready to go. That's right. That's right. right. The regards ready. It's all about uh, just getting the shipment back, uh, let it sit for a little while, and then uh, launching. One size. One size. And that's it. That's it. Again, not the normal thing that happens in that's here. Right. Um, people come out with nine sizes. That's right. And that's right. One size. And what, what size did you say it was? It's going to be a box press torpedo. Because you don't have a torpedo. We don't have a box press. No, we don't. You don't have a box press and you don't have and a torpedo. And we don't have a torpedo. So I figured let's put it all, both together. Well, <laughs> and, and again, you would pick normally, you'd pick your best-selling size and say, okay, this is what I learned. This is the best-selling size. So I'm going to come out with that size that's of right. the box press. But nope, size you don't even have. That's right. You know you're doing everything different. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I figure I have four cylinders. Maybe let me get a box press and see how we can break out the mold. We, we talk all the time that this is such a copycat industry and everybody copycats everything that ends up happening. Where you and the other, they're zigging, you're zagging. It's the complete opposite of what, whatever it is. Uh, if you remember the Seinfeld, do the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Of exactly. Exactly. And, and it's paying off. It is. It is. I mean, we've been able to get into amazing retailers like yourself. We got into Nat Sherman in New York City, wow. Drapers in Washington, D.C., uh, signature cigars in D.C. as well, or Virginia Tobacco, Havana Connections, uh, Club Humidor big in San Antonio. Uh, and it's been, it really has been an amazing experience. How many stores altogether? 120 stores. Great. Uh, Nine months. Never being in the industry. This is unheard of. 205 retail. You don't know it because you're new. You don't know how unheard of it. Let me tell you, this is unheard of. Okay. And people are going to be asking, what's the secret of what it is? And I'm going to tell you what the secret is. The secret is you. Yeah. You are the secret. I could see your passion the first time I met you that you were that into it and doing some different things also. And, um, you know, Hoy um, de Nicaragua, I love those people as far as the cigars go. They're a little too full-bodied for me. Right. I have a hard time with them. I smoke them, but I have a hard time with them. We sell them and the people that like the full-bodied stuff. But here is a product made by Hood de Nicaragua that I can smoke. I chain-smoked them all day yesterday, right. and here we go again today. Right. Not a problem right. because there is no bellyache from it. There is no uh, um, harshness, right. but so much flavor. Right. It, it's not full-bodied, but it is full-flavored. Right, it is. So the makeup of, of the cigar, do you, do you share yes. that? Yes, uh, Habana wrapper from Nicaragua, Ecuadorian Sumatra binder, and Peruvian tobacco. Uh, we, d we truly did an amazing job with the uh, with this cigar. It's just because it's just got so much flavor to it. I'm not a big fan of very, very full-body smokes either, uh, David. Um, but I do enjoy a lot of flavor on my tobacco. I want flavor. And so we did an amazing job with that. I, um, uh, you're right. I mean, there are a lot of people coming out with, you know, small boutique cigars coming out with uh, three, four, five different sizes yeah. and, and two or three different blends. Man, I'm, I don't know how they do it because it took me a year and a half just to get into Fratello. And so, I, I, it, I mean, it, it changed smoking out of my mind to yeah. be able to get no I don't want this no we don't want that no, let's go to modify this and modify that and we were going and on and on and on and on and so it blows my mind when I when you guys got three blends I'm like 
geez, what am I doing wrong that I probably got to right. start? But doing everything right, my man. Yeah. So, right. uh, so, I'm, so I'm, I'm excited about Fratello. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing my, uh, I call it the Fratello tour, uh, and hitting the Fratello road. Uh, uh, Fratello cigars is our, is our, uh, our, our Instagram and our uh, Twitter account, and we, I'm on the, I'm on the road all the time, man. Every single week, uh, uh, every other by week as well, trying to get. The and, and this is your places. part-time job because it's NASA during right. the week. That's right. And then it's on the road. That's wherever, right. wherever it takes you, wherever you're gonna go. That's right. Wherever it takes us, uh, we're gonna be in. Uh, uh, visiting Ken Pennington with Elite Cigars in, a, in, a, in about a week, uh, two weeks. Great retailer. Uh, I'm going to be there uh, at a big event that he's going to have. Um, then after that, we're going to go uh, come back for our event at Old Virginia Tobacco for our launch. Then after that, I'm going to be in Kansas for another event at the Humido Cigar Shop nice. out in uh, Wichita. So, boy, it's Did exciting. NASA provide you with a shuttle? <laughs> no, 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 no shuttle. Although it'd be nice to uh, get that would make a big presence if I come in. What what this kind of schedule requires is a lot of caffeine, a lot of caffeine. <laughs> oh lord! And I'll tell you, this cigar goes great. And I don't know, it, it's back and back. What do I love more, coffee or cigars? That's right. Mm. And if you notice, that's what I drink yes. with. With you know, that's my choice all that's the right. time is coffee, coffee, coffee. And uh, it's, it's always been since a little kid I've been drinking coffee right. and loving coffee. But you actually found that coffee was the answer to the cigar also. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, we yeah. blend our own coffee. I figure we can blend a cigar, we can blend some coffee, right? So, so we, he has his own coffee. <laughs> you do? I do. I, we actually did a cupping uh, with my good friend Jay from uh, Baltimore's a Roaster. Uh, we sat down and said, hey, man, let's see if we can. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coffee nut, man. I yeah. love, love coffee. Uh, and our, my cigar, just absolutely, that's everything I do every single morning. It's my Fratello coffee with Fratello, uh, with a Fratello cigar. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, we blended the coffees, the three-country coffees, Ethiopian, Honduras, and El Salvador. Um, it's a very much of a suggested sale as well for the coffee because nobody expects me to come out with our own, actually, box of cigars built so you can actually build our three bags of coffee. So when you put it in the humidor, it's a big showstopper because wow. nobody expects walking in and saying, what is this? I mean, where are you? Then somebody comes in, introduces it. We're doing amazing at the places that we feature. We don't feature it all over the places because it's very much of a, uh, it's, it's a novelty. So it's, it's, it's a very more of a, uh, let, me, so let, me, let me show you what this guy was thinking when he actually came yeah. with some brand of coffee. Um, and it's absolutely gorgeous. We actually, uh, one, of the, one of our biggest accounts in uh, Houston, called Stokes of Houston with Jorge, does amazing, amazing with our coffee. It's because he brews it in-house. Yeah, you can and he smell it. And how can you not do it, right? You cannot, you cannot go wrong. Does anybody carry the coffee and not cigars? Uh, no. No? No. Okay. I, uh, cigars is the business. Okay. And, uh, and, I, and I tag along uh, the coffee, and we do actually coffee tasting and coffee events at some of the places that we go to. Really? So morning, in the morning, you know, we actually had an event at a big uh, retailer for us in uh, Pennsylvania. It's called Cigar Cigars. They got nine stores in the Pennsylvania area, and uh, we did a big uh, coffee tasting with our cigars, and it was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, sign me up. Beautiful. I want to do that beautiful 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 so you you teach people the cupping method and and how that happens and i I went through it i mean i went to the dominican republic uh actually looked at a uh coffee plantation and the whole processing um with with a friend of mine who was getting into the business and uh i went through the whole process of it and it's much like 
tasting blends of cigars Very as, much so. as you do. Yeah, it was, was great. Very much so. We actually uh, we took over 10 different deep beans, uh, and we started sliding a little bit. Of, you know, we, we, we did the French method style yeah. so that we can get a little bit of the, you know, the French press method yeah. so we can actually get the, a little bit of the aroma and then started, you know, blending it with one or the other and uh, came out absolutely gorgeous. It's a beautiful blend. Nice. Um, we do a segment each, uh, each show, and it's um, about uh, people celebrating their birthdays on this day. And usually Mr. Jonathan, who you haven't even met him yet. I have not. He, he's, he's the buyer for us, and he's the general manager here, and he's also the, the guest host that's yeah. here. But he had to be somewhere uh, important today, actually burying his grandfather, who died quite a while ago. And it's, as bizarre as that sounds, right. uh, they waited to bury him all this time. I don't know. Uh, oh, wow. I, th- I think it was something they should have done a lot faster. But that's, that's a, uh, another right. part, of the, part of the thing. But um, Chuck Morrison is the champion of this game. And it's, I'm going to explain to you a person, okay. and it's their birthday today, okay. and you tell me what year they were born without going over. Okay. It's okay. kind of like playing the Celtics of the 80s right now. I like it. Okay. Right. So, like it. Uh, so it's going to be as close as possible. Close right. as possible without going over. So this classic day brought to you by Classic Cigars. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from Dominican Republic, and everyone priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You've heard of epic rap battles. (laughs) But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. It is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic. And every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com, that's... TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today, May 10th, Frederick Ellerlitz, also known as Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire, who died in 1987, was an American film and Broadway stage dancer, uh, singer, musician, and actor. He made 31 films, several award-winning television specials, and numerous recordings. He is named as one of the greatest male stars of all time by the American Film Institute, best known for dancing with Ginger Rogers, a dancing partner in romance interest. Do you know who Fred Astaire was at all? No idea. No idea. (laughs) Because you're not even from here. But he was born today. What year? Write that down. What year was Fred Astaire born? Fred Astaire. Okay, what do you got, Chuck? I got... 1901, right down right here. 1901, and he has 1937, and you're both over. Oh, both man. over. It was 1899. <laughs> 1899. Next up was Dave, Mark David Chapman. Does that resemble a it's name a at all? Uh, he is American prisoner inmate who was convicted for murdering John Lennon on December 8th, 1980. Chapman shot Lennon outside the Dakota apartment building in New York City. Uh, Chapman... Uh, was reading J.D. Salinger's novel, The Catcher in the Rye, when police arrived to arrest him. Uh, Chapman repeatedly said the novel is uh, was the statement. He was born today. What year? 
Mock David Chapman. And Omaha says 1932. I get 1923. 1923. 32 will take the point. Wow. 1955. 1955, Omas get the point. Um, as a result of a uh, 20-year sentence, um, Chapman uh, was eligible for old parole in 2000, and uh, they just don't let it happen because, um, believe it or not, Yoko is making sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, right. <exactly. laughs> um, birthday today, John Simon Ritchie, a.k.a. John Beverly, a.k.a. Sid Vicious. Mm-hmm. Sid Vicious' birthday today. He's the English singer and bass player for the Sex Pistols who died in 1979. Vicious' uh, mother had been supplying him with drugs since he was young. And actually, you met him? Yeah. You met him? No. Oh. Uh, his, his mother uh, gave him the overdose of heroin that actually killed him. Sid I said, Vicious. good mom. That, you know, with Mother's yeah. Day tomorrow. Yeah, it's Mother's good. Mother's Day, yeah. Uh, arguably the most uh, uh, iconic figure in punk movement. Uh, Attitude of Punk, God Save the Queen. Uh, he also did Frank Sinatra's My Way, if you ever heard that. Chuck, what do you say, 1940? And uh, you got down 1920, and it's 1957, so Chuck gets the point. Ties it up, baby. So we got a tie right there. We're sharing pencils over here. <laughs> we got we to add that to our budget, an extra pencil. <laughs> uh, Paul David Hewson, a.k.a. Paul David Hewson. Any idea who he was? No idea. No? <laughs> Bono. Okay. Oh, Bono, Irish singer, songwriter, musician, uh, venture capitalist, businessman, a philanthropist. He recognizes the front man for Dublin's based rock band U2. Bono writes all the lyrics for U2, and uh, he has done collaborations with Sinatra and Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, Pavarotti, Sinead O'Connor, Green Day, along with Bob Dylan, Tina Turner, B.B. King, Sunday Bloody Sunday, Joshua Tree. Unforgettable fire. Bono, born today. What year? 1951, says Chuck Morrison. What do you 1946. Got? 1946. It is 1960. Wow. So. He got it. Takes the lead. You got it. You got it, uh, Chuck. It's two to one. Uh, this is died this day. The person died this day. John Wayne Gacy Jr. Any idea? John Wayne Gacy Jr., American serial killer and rapist, known as the killer clown. The sexual assault for murdering 33 teenage boys from 72 to 78 in Chicago, Illinois. He buried 26 of them, uh, of his victims, in a crawl space in his home. He was the killer clown, Pogo the Clown. Uh, he died today via lethal injection in, you got 1948 is when he died, 1948. 1993 says Chuck. Oh, 1994. Maybe when he died. I when thought he died. When he, when he died. Jeez. So Chuck's got you three to one. Jeez. So there's only one question left, and the okay. only way to to tie is actually to hit it because you get two points if you hit it on the nose. Okay. <laughs> so happened this day. Okay. Happened this day. J. Edgar Hoover was appointed director of the United States Federal Bureau of Investigation and remained so till his death in 1972. So when he became the director, and he did it till his death in 72, but he was appointed director today, what year? He was appointed director. Appointed director. Technically, he's got an advantage here working for NASA, which is government, kind of related to the uh, FBI, I suppose, more so than a cigar producer. 
Okay, he's got 1932. He's Ooh. got 1930. You guys were close, but you're both over. It was 1924. Oh, oh so this, man. This classic day in American history brought to you by Classic Cigars, available at twoguys.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today, May 10th. With a classic cigar. So, uh, what do we got, uh, Chuck? We're we have, out of time? Yeah, we got a little uh, two-minute warning right there. There we go. Two-minute warning. So, uh, what's next for uh, for Omar and what's next for uh, Fratello? Uh, the road. That's what's next. Hitting the road. Hitting the road. In the Hitting bo- the Fratello road. And the box press should come out very soon. It's going to come out very soon. June uh, June 13th is when we're releasing it officially at uh, the Old Virginia Tobacco, and then it's going to be available at the show. At the show, which is in mid-July. Mid-July, June, July uh, 17th. So, uh, listen, his, his cigar was only nine months old to begin with. Give it a try. If uh, your, your local brick-and-mortar retailer doesn't carry it, tell them to carry it. Give this guy a shot. Omar D. Friez right. and Fatello Cigars. you got to give it a shot. Give this guy. I'm telling you, listen, you heard it from the Cigar Authority first. This guy's going to be big news coming soon. When we come back, we'll get Debonair with Mr. Debonair himself. Phil Zangi will do the opposite with Old Fart Freddy in the aging room. And we'll look in the mailbag and lots more. So stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And remember, when you're smoking your Fratillo cigar, to keep the lead end out of your mouth. And I'm here to remind you that if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority... Please consider leaving us a rating or your review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. Again, we appreciate you listening here to the Cigar Authority. We'll be right back with Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars and Rum. This is the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In 1962, the U.S. signed the embargo, pronouncing all Cuban products illegal and un-American. For almost 50 years, the U.S. was without a comparable substitute. In 2011, the Cigar Agency releases Fortsack Full Approved 1962, a Dominican handmade cigar designed to go head-to-head against Castro and his infamous cigars. Today, the Cigar Agency commissioned Hendrik Keltner's A-Team to bring you Fortsack Full Approved. In the cigar world, the forbidden fruit is Castro's Cuban cigars. The fact is, the moment you light your first Cuban cigar is the moment you've been had. If you're looking for a cigar that delivers construction, Draw and price. Maybe this time you should try an Ortsack Bulletproof. With the introduction of Ortsack, everything Castro was now backwards. Ortsack is Castro spelled backwards. Ortsack is what you expect a good Cuban cigar to taste like. Only better. It is the cigar of the year. The new Ortsack Bulletproof 1962. Reigniting passion in the world of premium cigars and redefining who we are as cigar smokers and Americans. Castro hates Ortsack, but you will love them.
All right, listen up. If you've been feeling stuck in life, unmotivated, procrastinating, and just flat out frustrated with the same old results and routines, consider this your wake-up call. The fact of the matter is you control your destiny, not your boss, your company, the government, or anyone else outside of yourself. With responsibility comes power. My name is Chuck Morrison, owner and founder of MakingMountainsMove.com. Since 2009, I've been helping ordinary people from around the globe achieve extraordinary results. Authors, app developers, business owners, speakers, trainers, coaches, all just ordinary people until they plugged into the Triple M movement. Now it's your turn. This is about unleashing your legacy. If you've ever had that calling, that burning desire to raise your game and start living life at a higher level, the wait is finally over. End the frustration. Crush the procrastination. Say goodbye to fear, doubt, and worry forever. Check out the fastest growing movement inside the personal development industry. Check out Making Mountains Move. This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. And faith. The authority on everything cigar. Shake and In. Yeah, you it. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, hey Zeus, we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. And Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Ma! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal. Woo! Shake it back! Do it. And we're back live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We'll get Debonair with Gentleman Chuck Morrison as we do each and every show. But today we'll be joined by Mr. Debonair himself, Phil Zangi. And we'll do the opposite with Old Five Freddy in the aging room. We have some questions from the mailbag and a lot more. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and perhaps the world that is always broadcast on location this week at Two Guys Smoke Shop, Smoke Shop right here in Salem, New Hampshire, the world headquarters. We're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. Come on, we insist upon it. Tune in, check us out at thecigarauthority.com and watch us live or catch the podcast on demand or simply find us on YouTube or iTunes where you know what you can do. You can set it and forget about it. That's it. And uh, Mr. Debonair himself, he is a gentleman and uh, he's making some great cigars. This, uh, this Debonair cigar is something else and catching on all over the place. Welcome back, Phil. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. So I'm going to light up. Uh, what size is this that I'm... Uh, Ready to light up here. That's a 48 by 5.5. Technically, Petit Lancero, but we call it Saguita. Saguita. You know from the inception, um, we came out with three. We came out with the Limited Reserve, the Solomon. Then we came out with the Bellicoso and the Robusto. And um, you always told me that, you know, <clears throat> those are like the hardest sizes to get into stores. They did well, but I revamped it, and I came out with three new sizes. I came out with the Toro that you had first. Yeah. And then we have uh, the Saguita there, and the one that just released in the States called the First Degree. It's a petite, petite Solomon, but the Saguita means in Latin means arrow. So hmm. I have the First Degree where you come in, yeah. Saguita points the way, and then you work your way up the there, line. There we go. So that's what. So there's a journey here. There's a journey there. There we go. No, from your input, you know, how to 
get people to smoke my cigar. Yeah, because yeah. Because you and a lot of people said the flavor's there. It's amazing. It's yeah, doing yeah. Really well. Everyone's not going to jump on that Solomon because it's right. actually not only an investment in money, but it's an investment in time. Truly. You've got to have time to smoke that cigar. I mean, yeah. It's a couple hours. For you, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And I'm going to cut my cigar. And uh, what is the uh, dimensions of this? It's a 48 by 5.5. Okay. And a giant band. Yeah, on a I've, re- I've redone the band on though that one and the Sagita, uh, the Sagita in the first degree. It's actually, it's just a medallion. Okay, it's been reduced, so it fits that cigar correctly. Okay, you know we, you know sometimes you know me, I run before I walk. And, yeah, yeah, and wanted to get them out. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like you. It's, it's shoot, shoot, aim. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hit something eventually. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so uh, have you have you seen this lighter before? This is the Vertigo. Yeah, it's awesome. Ten dollar lighter. You can't beat it. Triple jet. I got uh, the Vertigo. That's the three, the Trident. It's three flames in a row. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, they they for the price, boy. These guys are really rocking it. So I'm going to use that to toast up the cigar. Mm-hmm. And uh, every store I go to sells those like hotcakes. Mm. Because it's a good, it's a good lighter for the price, you know. Oh, and if you if you lost it because it doesn't break down, if right. you lost it, it. Uh, yeah, you go buy another, you. Buy another it. one. It's <laughs> it's like a disposable, but it's not a disposable lighter. So it's uh, it's pretty awesome for um. So how have you been? Good. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. The the weather is breaking here in the Northeast. They say uh, it is May, and they're saying to, uh, it's going to be a nice day tomorrow, Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. But it's going to drop into the 40s after that for a few more days. Right. In May. This I is, know. This is global warming. Come I don't. On. I don't get it. I don't, it's something. It's something. Something's going on, and I don't like it, but something's going on. So um, a lot of folks uh, see Debonair, and they say, oh, here is another guy getting into the cigar business yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, giving a shot at the cigar business. And those that don't know, uh, Phil, when, when did you get in the cigar business? I started in 1991. 1991. Yeah. My father and I had an old um, motorcycle company called Indian Motorcycle. I refounded it in, when I was in high school. I met the guy that had the trademark. Um, he actually gave me the, half the trademark for a dollar, and I started printing T-shirts in a retail trades class in high school. What? And um, I did real well with it. I got my dad convinced. We moved to Springfield, Mass. We started to do all the licensing and uh, make all the other jackets. If you remember in the 90s, it was the American flag with Indian on the bottom. I was actually the model in GQ and all that stuff. Wow. It did real well, but my father just uh, thought it was an ATM machine, and uh, Subsequently, it didn't do. It, it went belly up. Let it dry, as we were talking about earlier, of uh, how things happen, right? Yeah, he bled it. It was beyond dry. Yeah, yeah. water was coming out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, Sinking ship. Yeah. So then, from that, I morphed in. Morphed at the same time, like about around ninety-two. I'd say ninety-one. I had the idea. I did it with UST Indian Tobacco Company, Indian Tobacco, and I did that. And then it, after the whole stuff fell apart with my dad, I just pretty much moved to Central America. I was moving furniture for a couple of years to build up my kitty. <clears throat> then I moved to Central America and <clears throat> started to put it together. Then it subsequently, UST dropped me. And it was the same time Nessa Miranda got dropped and Florida Florida's got dropped. Yeah. And they sued and got money. I got I got Ohio State, zero. Yeah. I just ran. Big money they got. <laughs> big. 
Big money. Crazy. I got, you know, now I think about it, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard the stories. I'm like, what'd you get? How? Yeah, yeah. I got a bag full of bands and a kick, you know? But they ended up paying the ultimate price, man, mm-hmm. because they, mm-hmm. got, they got nothing when it came down to it. They thought they were going to change the cigar world. And I've heard that story many times. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to say the guy's names or whatever, but, you know, say, say, nay, no, say no names, save only to honor it. I kind of yeah. try to buy into that now. Because you are a gentleman. I try to be. Yes, you are. But I basically said to the guy, you know, I'll see you in the winter circle. And um, because, look, I have no other option. And to me, failure is not an option. So, we go. And I just started grinding it out. And I lived down there. I was there 12 years, make a long story short. So I was doing real good, but I didn't have no money. Yeah. So I was my father, that we had a big falling out, he got cancer. And he was out in California. So I went to California to see him. And my sister, my sister's husband, his brother-in-law was the, grand, the head chef of Grand Avenue, which wasn't open yet. So my father oh. somehow got in. He was a founding member. So I, I said, Dad, you want to make restitution? Give me a Lincoln and give me you know, a founding membership in that locker there. So I did. I met everyone. I launched Indian there and went good. And at the same time, I met Rocky Patel, was a co-member in the locker there. We became friends. He got in for like 25 grand with me, helped me out. And for a couple of years, three or four years, he just would work as an, uh, you know, settling cases and stuff. Yes, right. And um, – so I was just going and going and going, and I said, you know, Rock, why don't you do me a favor and go on the road for me? I'm kind of doing the growing and everything. Oh, my God. And that's kind of what happened. So we ended amicably. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. Well, I see you guys. We're buddies. And you know, it's buddies. like having a head chef. I mean, I mean, I, there was no me. There'd be no Rocky, and, but God bless yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just say, you know, if you teach a chef how to cook real well, then he opens a restaurant. How can you be mad right. at him? Yeah, that's right. It, you know, good, great analogy. And uh, You know, and I'm proud of him. And yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, it's... Whatever. So basically from there, I resigned in 2001, kept my shares, and then I moved, I moved into the uh, mass market world, into the machine-made world. Yeah. And because I just did not want to go catalogs. Yeah, in a huge way, man. Yeah. Huge. Huge way. And I think I've been integral in showing you that, that oh it's not the God. devil. It's, no, it is not. It's, it's, a, it's an actual um, a huge business that the world – there's an outlet for all – everybody that smokes premium cigars, you got to understand that when they – Roll a premium cigar. You have Recorta de Capa, Banda, and uh, Boquilla. That means it's the, the cuttings of the wrapper, the binder, and the end cuttings of the cigar when they size it. Where does that go? Yeah. Nothing's waste. It's a good restaurant, right? Nothing goes to exactly. waste. Exactly. So yeah. I take that, and I thrash that, and I put that into machine-made cigars. But what I did different with my partner, Danny Sinclair, I have to mention him. He is integral in all my success. He's my best friend, the Gothra with my kids, and I wouldn't be where I'm at. And, and that guy didn't believe yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So there and we go. He's the best there is. And so... When I told them, okay, we're doing the, the homogenized tobacco products, they said, let's invest in machines to make machine-made cigars. And all of our partners laughed at us. First year because, was $5 because, million. because the big guys controlled it. And nobody would step on their toes. It's like that. But yeah. I didn't – I've always – look over your shoulder a little bit, right? Little... But I grew up that way. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you – yeah, I'm used to that. Don't so worry I'm a fighter. So yeah. it's like, you know what? I mean, you just punch out of the corner. and Yeah, can't be worse than those guys with the bent noses, right? Not at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're both from up yeah. here. You know how things are. But – um, so I convinced my partner in the first year we did like five million sticks last year. We did 300 million, 300 wow. million. Yeah. And then the other product, the homogenized tobacco paint, the, just the, the leaf itself, yeah. the leaf we make, the homogenized, yeah. the, that was like half a billion units. What? So yeah. 300 million cigars though. I want you to understand that because all the premium cigar in the whole United States, every single cigar that comes into the United States, every brand combined, you name it, everybody combined. Happens to be three hundred million, yeah. and that's what you do yourself. And I'm small. And I'm the small guy. 
I make I make the fringe element people like you know you have you have your giant Swisher and you have your Altadas which makes all those other brands black uh, the the White Owls and all yeah. that. Then you have you know, of course you have your uh, your Swedish Match and then Philip Morris has Black and Mild now yeah. and they bought in and they're doing billions a year yeah, yeah. of units you know and then there's some other guys fringe elements out there that are doing good too. But saying that. I learned, I went, Danny and I, we bought the machines, and I said, well, you know, I'm buying from these major tobacco conglomerates, the fillers, and they're all my friends. I said, well, Danny, why don't we just buy the primaries? I got a line on a guy in Denmark that's got, it was old uh, STG's place in Aarhus in Denmark, and I'll go up there and I'll buy the primary. That means thrashing. So basically what it is, it's a long tunnel that has steam in, has injected steam in hot water. It swells up to tobacco. Then we put it through a machine. It's called a thrashing unit. What it does is it peels off the mid vein, so it leaves lamina. It leaves us a tobacco leaf. That goes out into a big shaker that gets the dirt off. Then you cut it, then you dry it, then you flavor it. So, but usually people buy that finished product in a big box and dump it in their machines. I were nuts. We went and bought that process. Yeah, yeah. Do it but all yourself. From all those years in Central and South America and all the in Dominican, I have really good contacts with all the leaf guys. From Nestor Placencia, was like my godfather. I got to thank him, Mr. Placencia. You've always helped me from the beginning. Boy, there's a big name. And he's like, I mean, yeah. I talk to him on the phone all the time. The yeah. people at the factory laugh like, how does that, what? you're calling it? He's yeah. my buddy, you know. He was like my dad. He really helped me. Yeah, yeah. And he showed me, I don't think he showed me tobacco itself, but he showed me the tobacco business. He said, Phil, root to the fruit. Do and, it all. And every part of it. Mm-hmm. So you end up doing that and you're doing your 300 million cigars and you got the, the, the leafs going. Yeah. You, you pipe tobacco, yeah. chewing tobacco, yeah. everything. Everything. You've seen it, so you know it's true. Every. <laughs> And I don't know if there's wow. another person that does everything. Never mind another company that does everything, yeah. another person. And I started the show off uh, saying that this guy knows more about tobacco, I think, than any human being. I, I don't. There's some, okay, this is uh, the Andrew Carnegie theory. It's called specified knowledge. I tried to be specifically the best I can be in, in tobacco. In saying that, it's like the only way you can become an expert is you make every mistake there is to make yeah, it a mm-hmm, set field, sure. and then you become an expert. Well, but where I'm different, a lot of guys just concentrate on this. Yeah. Premium. I went through the whole gamut. Everything. And, I mean, I love it. It's my passion. I mean, I'm a hyperactive guy. I got to fill my day up. So, I mean, yeah. I just like running around, you know? So you ended up saying as you had – Succeeded in all the other ones. Let me go back to Thank the God. premium end, and <laughs> yeah. let me let me do it here. Yes, sir. And but not but very boutique, super boutique. Yeah. yeah. And you're integral, and many, there's many of the Al Shop in Worcester, and there's some guys I've met over the years, and they're like, well, you know, I'm like, look, I'm going to come out with something that's ultra ultra premium. I learned some processes from the the pipe and from the machine maids and steaming and low temperature steam and distilled water and just cleanliness which I applied to, slowed it down, and then did it with the debonair, which basically that's why I call my, they call me the tobacco alchemist because I, um, basically, long story short, all the pesticide residue, fertilizer residue, the ammonia gets flashed off. What's left is the essential oil, which we all, which to me God intended the tobacco to taste like. Yeah. So that's what you get from debonair, and you get a special smell, and it's just basically like making sauce. You reduce it by half, and you get that. The next day, the sauce is always better. Right, right. You know, Absolutely. and that's the theory. That was my theory. And you believed it. And a lot of great people with these great stores believed it. And I am a brick and mortar guy. And I, and I have lived up to what I said. And I yeah. have not sold nowhere weird. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I wish you nothing but success. Thank and, you. And, and, I know and you do. Absolutely true. Um, it has a unique flavor. It has a, a unique fattiness to the, to the mm-hmm. tobacco, what's, what's going on. It is not something that uh, when a consumer, because I'm a retailer and a consumer comes in and I show them debonair and they say, well, what's it like? 
And I said, well, this one, I, I have nothing to, uh, you know, it's not like that and it's not like this. Right. Truly unique type of flavor. I don't know what's going on in there, but uh, not only does this not, did not have anything to go up against, since you came out with it, mm-hmm. nobody has emulated it also. I don't think so because, I mean, I've, I've asked a lot of store owners, what's it like? Yeah. And they're, they're well, yeah. mm, this is what I say. People say, what is it like? I say, it's, it's full flavored, well balanced. So, I mean, yeah. that's just not, I don't know that, yeah. <laughs> I just think that that's, there's no description is the description, you know? I don't know how to, I can't compare it to yeah. anyone because I didn't compete with, I didn't. Prime rib. Prime rib, yeah. That's, yeah. A, you know, that's my yeah. thing. That's my call, hashtag prime rib, yeah. Yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, truly unique in that, in that sense of it. And um, even, you know, primer will have saltiness to it. Mm-hmm. Even the, that. The copper note of the blood. The yeah, heat. yeah. I was just going to say that. Like, if you were to take the juice mm-hmm. from a medium juice. rare yeah. to a rare, I like rare. Mm-hmm. Primer. Me too. Or, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Absolutely. just get the juice. The au jus. That's what it is. Oh, that's it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, Wonderful. It, it's that. And, the, and there's nothing else that is like that. Um, and it's not a flavor component. It went through with the process you yeah, went through absolutely. to do it. And uh, it's, it's unique. It's heavy. Um, it's, um, you know, some guy looking for a mild cigar. This, this isn't, the, no. isn't, isn't the cigar form. It's got some kick to it. At the beginning, I mean, I had to get used to this. I know you I, did. I, I can smoke. At the beginning, I'm like, Phil, geez. You know, but you like, know what makes me proud, yeah. Dave, <laughs> is that you're in your rotation now. Yes, yes. Where it wasn't in yeah. the rotation. And I, maybe from that, you've actually, now you'll, you'll try other people in this. Because I'm not a greedy guy. Yeah. And I'm, I like my whole industry to thrive. So I'm saying that maybe you will open your, your, your mind up to something that's more full flavored that you'll put in your store yeah. and help some other guy out yeah, yeah, like yeah. you did me. No, you know? I, I, listen, I have cigars yeah. uh, <laughs> in the store I can't handle, and that's all there is to it and stuff. Right. But, no, I can, I mm-hmm. can have this on a, on a regular basis, and it's, you know, let me have a little something for lunch before I go to that. Yeah. It's not my morning with a cup of coffee for sure, <laughs> right. although you can. You, you yeah. can and do. Yeah, I do all the time. Yeah. I profusely smoke. And yeah. That's another thing I see. Um, getting back to what we were saying, so I was in the machine world. And then my partner Danny and I, we came, we got this trademark for Devonair, which was going to, we wanted to do, my partner wanted to push me to get my old company back. Phil, you need to do premiums again. We got time. We, the money's real good. We can do this. We have, you have all the sources. Now, now it's passion. It's not chasing the money. It's right. the passion of it. Yeah. And so I can get the best leaf. And I buy three, four million pounds of leaf a year for all that other stuff. Yeah, so yeah. it's like the same guys, that's what we won't get. The same stuff that's in the machine maze that everyone like, you know, looks down their nose at it. It's the same stuff that goes in this. Yeah, yeah, Same yeah. field, same areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from saying that, I buy a, a bulk of this and the little, the, the long fill, the beautiful leaf, they're like, just take it. <laughs> you know, good luck. You want that? You don't want 50 bales? You guys buy 5,000 bales. Like, oh, no, can I have some of that too? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Sure. And they're going to take care of you and give you the good stuff because you're a big customer. Bigger yeah. than anybody because the, the regular premium guys can't buy that kind of no. amount of. That's years of stuff. And God bless them. But the thing is, is that they got to realize that this is not just one business. We're all in this together. This is, you talk about the amount of employees that will be lost of these S chips. Oh, and these yeah. Crazy. No, imagine if we go out. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. How many people you employ? I mean, right now we're, we're, we're down. It's like, I think it's like 1,400 people. 1,400 <laughs> people. Yeah. We were up to 2,000 something. Wow. wow. You know, because it was an explosion. We had to build root different, you know, another yeah. floor on stuff. And you haven't seen the new building even. No. That's like 300,000 square foot, two floor. Where is it's, that? It's in Navarrete, okay? The main, okay, the premium place is in Limonal, okay? That's on the outskirt, a little going out of Santiago, okay? And then right next to La Paloma, it's by the airport. That's where, like, the, where first the, the, the homogenized stuff started, then the machine-made cigars. So it got so big, the machine-made, we had to build another factory in Navarrete where the farms are. 
So we have three, and it's a special free zone. That means there's no one else in there but us. Yeah. And, sure. and then with the Villas are you've been in all that. We got in with uh, CCE. Um, Augusto Reyes, he got another. He got another really good gig with Swisher. Yes, he did. And he said basically, you know, the, the, the premium place there. He put his daughter in there, Nerka, which is doing a great job. He yeah. put her in there, and then we revamped the whole place. Yeah, we're going to go ultra premium. No more catalog stuff. No more of that. Let's just, you know, from all the other sources of, you know, cash streams. Thank God. Yeah, we can concentrate. And then with Leo Reyes, the other uncle, he's growing all the stuff. So. Thick as thieves, you know? Absolutely. So this is the time uh, of the uh, a segment that we do everything, and i got to thank you for that. I love it. Saying you're going to be part of it. Yeah. And what do you think of this idea? And you said, I love it. And I'll tell you, I'm, I get educated each and every week because I do want to make myself better, yeah. not just in business, as a person. Absolutely. Right? We try to be. So uh, while you're enjoying life to the fullest, smoking a debonair cigar, it's important to be more gentleman-like, more debonair. And here is Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts, <laughs> switch on your electronic devices, and pump up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a Debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Gentlemen, today we're (laughs) going to discuss, and I know looking outside it may not be hard to believe this, but summer is right around the corner. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I don't believe it. It's May 10th. Yeah. (laughs) Positive thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Positive thinking. We have the consummate gentleman with us, Mr. Phil Zangi. From Debonair Cigars and Rum. So I figured today what we'll do is we'll discuss the top ten ways to be a gentleman, or perhaps more gentlemanly, this summer. So here we go. Number ten. No shoes, no shirt, no service means no shoes, no shirt, no service. Don't come in if you don't have those things. Right. Number nine. Take the sunglasses off inside. All right? There's no need to be wearing sunglasses indoors. A true gentleman will remove the sunglasses, make and maintain that eye contact, and be more debonair. Number eight, you're at the family barbecue or function. Be a gentleman. Be debonair. Bring a dish or a dessert or a refreshment. You don't want to be that guy who shows up empty-handed. Here we go. Number seven is if you're hosting an event, you want to be the person, the gentleman, the debonair to make the introduction of new guests. Mm-hmm. I see this a lot. You guys may have seen this yourselves where new people arrive. They don't know each other. Be that guy. Be that gentleman. Be debonair and make the introduction for these new guests. Number six way to be a gentleman this summer is to have extra cigars on you. Never be shorthanded. You never know when you're going to run into that occasion where someone wants to join you for a cigar or maybe there's that new person. A debonair, a true gentleman, always has extra cigars on his person. Is he, is he right on target here? Right on target. All right. <laughs> Tell him if he's saying something well, wrong. He's, yeah. he's perfect. Keep All me right. in check. Keep me in check. <laughs> Number five, when going out with friends, families, or colleagues, always pay for the first round. Again, we're talking about being a gentleman. We're talking about being debonair. Be that guy. Be the standout. Buy the first round. Number four, no sandals at work. Even on casual Fridays. Yes. Okay, guys? I don't want to see those feet. Gentlemen, <laughs> keep it clean. Keep it real. No sandals at work. How about a woman? 
That's different. It's a, it's a gentleman's way. I can't speak to that. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. I, I don't mind but, the woman. The guy. That's I part of style. That's yeah. Style. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind the women. Guys. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And they get manicures and they got the toenails painted. It's beautiful. You don't want to see my feet. With a guy, it's not. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I'm a light guy. You can yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep it clean here. Let's yeah. keep it clean. Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Number three is when heading to the beach, camping, or a picnic, or any other outdoor activity. Carry the load. A true gentleman carries his own weight. You know, you're going to the beach, you have the blanket, or your picnic, you have the picnic basket. Don't make your, your, your lady friend, or if you're with others. Picnic basket, picnic <laughs> basket. <laughs> carry the load. Be a gentleman. Carry your own weight. <laughs> Number two way to be a gentleman this summer, don't go to a baseball game and not order a beer and a hot dog. This is a, as ungentlemanly as old fart Freddy is to the gentleman's and way. And Chuck, don't put ketchup on no, it. No, uh, we're going to disagree here, my man. <laughs> we're going to disagree here. Don't put ketchup on the thing. Phil, <laughs> ketchup on hot dogs. What it's do you a, say? It's a personal preference. I'm a mustard guy with onions. Oh, you guys sauerkraut. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. It's because I'm an Empire State child. guy, so I'm a New York guy. So that's kind of childish. Ketchup on a hot dog. It's <laughs> Guys, I'm missing out. <laughs> Goodness gracious. I don't personally like it, but yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm out. Sorry, it's all right. Yeah, you're being a gentleman. And the number one way to stay debonair this summer and be a gentleman, don't ask for directions. Even though we're gentlemen, we're still men. Yeah, we go. That's what GPS, buy a GPS. Yeah. and navigation right. is for. Yeah. That's the debonair's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? I am. Good job, Chuck. Good job. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> and don't wear socks with sandals. That's one you missed. Yeah. Oh, totally. Please, totally. that's not there. That's not, I don't take that. I see people on the airplane. I travel a lot now. Yeah. And I see some things that I'm just like, I don't get it. I, I, really? I, I saw somebody going through with no shoes or sandals on, completely barefoot at the airport. And they must have said, yeah, I'm going to have to go through the line and all that stuff. But they weren't holding them in their hand either, so they had to be packed in the bag completely no barefoot. shoes on, barefoot. And so imagine I got to sit next to this guy. Yeah, that's kind of strange. When he puts his foot up like that. Oh, yeah. Come on. So if he touches me, I'm yeah, going to no, jump out the window. No. It's not even touching. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I don't want to see your feet. You see some crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> well, the airport now is more the bus depot from yeah. years ago. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. traveling by ear, and it's, it's the bus depot of... Uh, <laughs> It kind of is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's awful. And and especially you go to Honduras and you go to some yeah. of these countries. But that do you understand? It's 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 not America. Yeah, yeah. And God bless them. And I live in I live overseas forever. <laughs> but you expect I expect more from my compatriotas, right? From right my, from, yeah. from America, but from America. everything but the chickens. <laughs> so uh, we, <laughs> so what's next for Debonair uh, coming in the near future? Can you? Yeah, Tell we're, us um, some scoop or anything you want I will, to share? Absolutely. Yeah. I, um, I can hint on something big is coming down the pike. Yeah. Which um, is another brand, which. Oh. Yeah, which I'll, I'll be able to tell you. You'll probably be the, one of the first to release it. But that's just a teaser. But I'm going, I came out with the first degree. It's a Petit Solomon. It's, um, it's going to be, it's been released. It's, um, it's a very, like a miniature Solomon. It's more, I did it basically for the Northeast, for the winners and for the brokers in New York City that can come down and have a quick smoke. Yeah, yeah, okay. And um, then you have the Saguita, of course. And then I'm coming up with a line of Maduro. It'll be out. It's called Midnight. It's coming out in, um, at the RTDA. Is oh, the it? IPCPR, what okay. we call it now. Yeah. yeah. Is it debonair? Is it debonair? It's 100% debonair. Same blend. But, but debonair name on it? Everything. Okay. Yeah, it's debonair. It's all the way through. And what's with first degree? First degree is, it's, um. Of course, people that are, you know, it's a Masonic term. It means you, that's the way you get in. 
Okay. So I say the first degree is because of just the the year. I, it, this August will be two years. Okay. So in a year and a half, we've done a good we've done a good run. Great. But saying that, I really listened to you guys, and they said, "Well, Phil, you know, it's really expensive and, and this and that." So I basically made a cigar that will be in your store at six dollars. Oh wow! That right? boy. You know, so there, your first degree, you get in, they get the taste, All oh, right. and it really represents debonair in its fullest form. So then they'll work up their way to the sagita, which means arrow, in. Latin, so that means it points the way. So then the rest, then they'll go up. Then they'll go to the Toro. They'll go to the Busto. It's a total journey. That's it. it. It's a journey. And it's to to try to be debonair. I know I don't want to be corny, but it's like I've not just been on the road. I've been, you know, in the search of knowledge and what's really going on. What you guys want is brick and mortar because. I love this guy. It's the way that people portray each store, like an owner, each Mm -hmm. owner. But there is some kind of semblance of an order to it. They want yeah. to, okay, Phil, if you want me to sell your cigar, help me sell the cigar. And a lot of guys won't say that, but okay, how about this? Will this help you sell it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's okay. same, same packaging. Beautiful. All right. You know? And the thing is, okay, so you won't, it's not you, because I know you, Dave, you'll go, take it, smoke it. You know, yeah, he's yeah. my buddy. But you have people that work here, and they, they don't want some guy that, you know, to try to feel pushy. Like, okay, I'm trying to get all the money out of you at once for the expensive yeah, stick. Yeah, yeah. I know we, that. We want a great experience. If, yeah. If, 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 it, if it takes a, a $15 cigar, then he's going to end up having a great experience. It should be the $15 cigar. Don't smoke a $6 one and get a mediocre experience, especially the people that smoke. They only smoke a couple cigars a week. Right. Then make, a, make the experience the experience. I'm smoking five or six a day. Mm-hmm. So, okay, right. if, if I can't afford it, I can't afford it. But I certainly can afford $15 a week. But I make a, it's, it's almost a subconscious thing. It's like, okay, I've had this. It tastes great. I've had this one. It tastes great. And then when they get to the other higher-end ones, it doesn't, it's not even a thought to them. It's like, I want to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something, oh, yeah. that's the, the bigger version of the one I like. So it won't be, they're not even going to think about it. Yeah. Instead of you trying to hit them with, a, here, here, take the Solomon for $25. Yeah. Really, man? I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I was one cigar. Even though it takes two hours, it's like if you, a lot of people buy two $10 cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not that mentality. Yeah. So, but I'm trying to really work for the consumer angle of it, the store owner angle of it, and um, just trying to. Well, you're listening, that's for sure. You're listening to what's out there, so. You uh, know I do. I always talk to you all yeah. the time. I mean. So, can you stay on? Absolutely. All right. So yeah, we're, baby. We're, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, uh, smoking age, 18, 19, 20. 21. The FDA is actually looking for 25. The FDA is in our pockets right now. They're in our humidors. Be warned. Uh, also, Old Friday is back, and we've got the asylum, and we're going to get into a little rum talking with okay. uh, Phil. We'll talk about his rum Absolutely. and uh, lots more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Phil Zangi from Debonair Cigars and Rum, and thank you for listening to Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retail's radio network. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. 
Flor de Lorraine Cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as, Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Pete Johnson from Top Hawaii Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. With me, Phil Zangy from Debonair Cigars. Phil, I just took the uh, beautiful band off the cigar because it was getting low, and the band is so big on the smaller cigar, uh, I have to take the band off Absolutely. because I have to smoke more of it. And I look inside the band, and as I always see inside, the inside of the band yeah. is a date. It's a date it's packed. It's a date you packed? The, the date I packed the cigar. Okay. Right. Uh, so it gives August the quality control. 5th, 2012. That's it. Yeah. They're the older ones. Yeah. Yeah. Went so, to the rotation. Uh, yeah. We, you know, we've, uh, I, I, you know, in the beginning I was very positive. I had a defined purpose. So I made a lot of sticks knowing that they're going to sell. Yeah. And the thing is now they're just better because they sat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's, and it's, I've seen that. I mean, I've had, the only critique I've got is price. Yeah. So that's okay with me. I've had no quality issues. Yeah. Thank God. Everyone says they're pull perfect. And once they buy it, they say, yeah, it's expensive. But then they're done. They say it's, it's, it was worth every penny. When, when was your beginning process of talking about putting the debonair cigar, premium cigar out? It was like really May 2012. 2012. So yeah. the first it was, say, a launch, a soft launch. I like use that term. That was at the RTD in 2012. Yeah. And I had a booth and everything wasn't in the book, wasn't in anything. Nah, yeah. And I still, I did well. Yeah. You know, I did real well. And well, I, some people knew you from way back yeah. in the day. Uh, I didn't know you from then. I did know your name and yeah. uh, heard of you and read about you and all that. And then all of a sudden, there you are. And uh, a, a mutual friend of ours put us together. Yes. Thank God for yes. him. I, yeah. I want to say thank you to yeah. Mike Cusano. He put me with Mr. Garofalo. Yeah. It was, it's a great thing. Yeah. I wanted to see. You know what? Some people are scared of uh, the sea of they really known or whatever i said you know what i have no ego i'm just like let me see if people do remember me yeah and they did yeah yeah and i was like wow you really remember they're like man well, Zangie, where you been i'm like oh this and this and wow you know and listen just talking to you you know so much and um you can't fake it i mean thank you, you so it, it there was no doubt that uh you know everything about tobacco and know what's going on and uh being away from the premium industry it seemed like you never even left. I mean, you know what was going on in the. Yeah. You continue to smoke premium cigars oh, yourself. All the time. And, yeah. yeah. We made stuff, and that's what it was. It's like you know, worst case scenario, I got a lot of good cigars to smoke yeah. the rest of my life. <laughs> you know, and doing that with my partner, he can smoke anything he wants, and he's a very. And that was one of the crucial things. Is like, look, man, we're kind of getting sick of people looking down their nose at us. We're pedigree. We've been doing this from the beginning. He had Havano's Louisiana. He sold a ton of cigars in Louisiana. He did like the Olympics, Danny, and all that yeah. before the, all the other machine-made stuff. Yeah, you got you got nothing to prove. Let me tell you, you guys have you know, nothing to prove. You. You're very successful. When people, when people become successful, I'm like, God bless you, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Be proud happy of you for them. Well, nowadays it seems, uh, you know. Rich people, they're, they're looked down upon like they did something wrong. wrong. And, yeah. uh, this, this is the president we have now and the, and the, the culture that, that was created, uh, that Wall Street is bad and people yeah. making money is bad. And listen, I'm, I'm so happy when somebody succeeds. Mm -hmm. And uh, the guy that hasn't succeeded yet, I'm happy to help him because I want him to succeed. And rising tides you raise do do all that. ships, right? People don't realize that, yeah. Dave, that you do, you've been integral in many of these brands that people know in America. You've been one of the catalysts to it, push it out. And, True. and happy to help, but I, I love it, and I wish them all success. And yeah. I, if everybody goes up, believe me, I'll yeah. go up too. That's the, that's that's the, the point. That's goes you know? around, right? My grandpa said, you know, one guy with five grand, that's a good time. Ten guys with five grand in their pocket, now that's a party. Right. <laughs> so let's all of us, let's all of us earn. Yeah. And let's, let's all go a good time. And hey, you know? Yeah, jealousy is, is no. the, the worst 
worst thing. I don't know if there's anything worse than jealousy. Jealousy is an evil, evil thing. And if you have it in your life, get rid of it. Treat Resentment, someone. fear, and anger. The devil's yeah. emotions. I truly believe it. Resentment is you didn't get your way yesterday. You know, um, anger is you're not getting your way today. And fear is you're not going to get your way tomorrow. Why is it your way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I love is it, that. What does it mean? Yeah. I mean, we were all in this together. Yes, we are. You know, these people, oh, what? At, hey, listen, I've been through so much in this business, and I see these people that, you know, a lot of these other, my peers to speak, they don't even smoke much. Yeah. It's like you expect this guy to go out and spend 200 to $300 on a box of cigars that you make, and you don't even smoke it much. Yeah. You smoke it in front of them. We, we bring it up on the show all the time that at the beginning of every hour to say, we actually are smoking cigars, and we mm. bring that up because there's a whole bunch of media mm. people that don't even no. smoke the cigar. They can't. At all. It's illegal in their area. It's yeah. like illegal in their studio. This is your this is your place. You do whatever you want. <laughs> well, and that's why we do it. Listen, it's a lot easier to go to one of these radio stations. Everything's hooked up. You just walk in with your headphones, and boom, you're ready to go. Yeah. But they won't let us smoke there. Right. I've never broadcast ever inside a studio. And we've been doing this for over four years now. And all these stations, they say, you ever going to come and broadcast in there? We only went to one of them twice just to visit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No broadcast. Yeah, no broadcast. We visited one of the places twice. The other ones I've never actually been in. Never even been inside there. You can't smoke. I that's it. Legit, yeah. Right. That's it. And they Integrity. go, really, come yeah. on and stuff. And I go, well, you know, that that's a, and I know it exists even in the cooking industry that um, they make believe like they're cooking. And the stovetop doesn't even heat up or anything. And, oh, we're putting the onions in now. Now we're going to put the things. It's not even on. Really? So it's, it's all fake. That's not yeah. you know, It's so, already cooked and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. They open the oven. They pull it out. And they're like, oh, wow, boy, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> the air really brush amazing. it, too, by the way. Right, right. It's pretty amazing. Uh, so debonair is, uh, is a lot of things. It's an attitude. It's, um, Ideal. you yeah. know, mm. it, and it is a premium, ultra premium cigar, yes, sir. but there's another part of debonair mm-hmm. and it's the rum. It's the rum. Yes, sir. So tell us a little about that. We did that about the same time we launched, we started developing it. We, I can't take credit for it. I haven't drank in nine years. Yeah. Um, but we have a guy named Don Pancho Fernandez, which is a master, master catador blender. Um, from Cuba, did Havana Club, moved to Panama with his Panamanian wife, opened up a distillery there. Um, we were doing another project that was it's nothing to do with, uh, with rum. It was like a cognac thing. And um, it didn't do well. But we met him, and we buy a lot of, okay, in flavoring cigars, you have to dilute the flavoring with something, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of people use propane glycol, these other things. We use, like, a, a full, like, basically a moonshine. It's a pure... One-time distilled rum. It's like 98.6% proof, right? So when is the proof? So basically you dilute the, the flavoring. If you have one gallon, you put a set amount of ounces in, in that gallon. The rest is alcohol. We're buying this. It's, it's rum. It's sugar-based, right? So we're buying tons of it from him. Yeah. And I said, well, you know, Danny went down there met him. The guy's a cool guy. I'd like to get him up on here one time. He's yeah. like 80-something. But this guy's like the most interesting man in the world. Yeah, we've got the opposite <laughs> of me. Like really, <laughs> really cool man. So we said, okay, we have this debonair. Let's do this. And... Most people come out with one, like one rum, you know, maybe a five-year or a 10-year. We yeah. came out with two macerateds, a five, a eight, a 15, and a 21. And then we released it to the world as in the, the uh, festivals, right? We did Madrid, one gold, one gold, one silver, right? Then we did it in San Francisco Wine and Spirits, the 21, one gold. The macerated, one gold. Then we did it in um, uh, New, York, New York, one gold, gold, gold. Then I did it in the Rum Festival in Miami uh, uh, almost two years ago. We won, for the macerated, the, uh, the coffee flavor, we won best in class 
and gold medal. That means we wow. took the whole division. And that's against every rum guy you know. Sakapa, all the famous yeah. ones. Wow. The 21 got gold. The 15 got silver. The other one got gold. It was just like, in our yeah. five year is a white rum, but it's aged five years. Then we filter it to get the coloring out so it's white. Wow. So when you mix it, it's smooth. Wow. Right? Saying that, we have every, <laughs> everything lined up to be, well, you can't get in the States. And you don't even taste it, though. No, I don't. No, yeah. but the old man told me, seriously. He goes, no, I know you don't drink or anything like that, but... I mean, when you go buy leaf, do you smoke all those leaves? I go, no. He yeah. goes, I came from tobacco. I'm Cuban, right? My father was in tobacco business. I got into the rum. You smell it, right? Yeah, here. Uh, that smells like turpentine. Exactly. It's disgusting. Smell this. Ooh, it's got a little vanilla note. It's got a little, you know, thing mm. to it. He says, you don't need to drink. He goes, you think I'll be, an, I'll be a raging alcoholic if I yes, drink all right. this rum? That's the problem with <laughs> he, it. He'll do a little out. sip and he'll smell the most yeah. of it, you know. I'll tell you, I'm a purist when it comes to everything. I don't have flavored coffees. I don't mm-hmm. smoke flavored cigars. I'm just a purist when it comes to everything. Mm-hmm. But I did have your honey rum. The ma- it's macerated. Remember, it's not a flavor. It's a natural oil. Wow. It's good, right? It was great. Yeah. Not good. It's great. Yeah. People love it. On ice cream, there's people put it on ice cream. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Uh, really exceptional. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And we'll it, have to do a rum and cigar show. Debonair yeah. rum and cigar show. It's in this year. We'll be, they'll be in the States. Okay, saying that, you know, okay, we did with FDA, right? We TTB. Oh, this, these are codes, people that that are, are, are that we are. They're again. They're not I, okay. It's part of doing business in tobacco. I don't want to keep it G rated. Yeah. Keep it G rated. They're against. It is us. what it is. I'm not yeah. negative about. Hey, you know what? I mean, it is what it is. So you yeah. got to deal with it. But when it comes to alcohol, forget it. Yeah. You're talking something on a whole other level. The labels, the this, the how much is in the bottle. Okay, the cases themselves yeah. have to be a certain way. Yeah. Right. So saying that, we finally got all the approvals. We finally have it in a warehouse, <laughs> in a bonded warehouse in Miami, and we're waiting. We hired a guy that knows what he's doing. So now he's going to do. I can't. I, I'm not. I'm, I know my limits. I'm. That's something on another yeah. animal. Yeah. Add another thing and and another industry on yeah. top of that. Into my it. Bre- this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Maxed out. I'm good. I'm not that good. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's time to go into the aging room right now. If you have that ready, uh, Chuck. Always, uh, baby. Uh, here is old Fat Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, hazing is against the law. In my days, you were not allowed in unless you first got an atomic wedgie, ate a worm, and wore a dirty Sanchez mustache without throwing up for five full minutes. And that was just to be allowed to wash up for dinner. Nowadays, there is a separation between dog groomers and hairdressers. In my day, the same person did both and would sometimes doggy-style Mama Fart Freddy and perm the German Shepherd. Nowadays, people whine when the fish is only a couple days past its sell-by date. In my day, Uncle Cleveland would only buy fish that was a week past its prime and would steam it. It was his signature dish. We were Cleveland steamer-eating, dirty Sanchez mustache-wearing men with doggy-style mothers. Sometimes, (laughs) aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging rum cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco... Try aging room cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged. Some are not. It's like I say to Mrs. Fat Freddy. When it comes to doggy style, I'm behind you 100%, honey. 
<laughs> this is the opposite of debonair. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, that's, that's, the, the, that's the nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> and and he likes it. You know Raphael Nadell? Yeah. That, aging room. That's what I was saying. That's intro is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the opposite of it. Um, so uh, a little cross between a uh, machine-made cigar mm-hmm. and a uh, premium cigar was always the Topper brand. Yeah. Chris Topper and his family over 100 years. 118 years this year. 118 years have gone back to their roots mm-hmm. when the cigar was originally made and it was handmade. Mm-hmm. And they had to pick somebody to go and make that cigar, and that's you. Yeah, it is. Um, I got really – I feel blessed with it. He was with a company in Pennsylvania, FX Smith. Then he – his father died. Yes. And he took over the company. And his brother went with another company to work and still in the tobacco field. So Chris had it. He went with General Cigar, a big company. Um, they just weren't a good fit, you know, to say the least. Yeah, and yeah. then he, through some people I know, I met Chris. We became really good friends. I, and he said, will you make it for me? I said, look, Chris, the only way I'll do this, so let's go. How was it originally made? How was it originally made? He goes, well, it was, you know, hand, it was hand bunched and it was short fill, but it was you know, like a broadleaf with a really good natural binder. And this, so let's just make it handmade again. He goes, is it going to be so crazy expensive? I said, not really. It'll be more expensive, but it'll be a better product for you, yeah. you know? And we worked hard on it. And there's a process to do to the wrapper that's been daunting. But we got it, we got it down pat. And it's delicious. It's gone. It's like bonkers. It's, it's really good. He's now picking up, and it's going to be real well for him. That taste of that broad leaf, mm. the aroma that yeah. it brings on. Um, we carried it, actually, uh, when we opened our store in 1985. It was one of... The mm-hmm. few brands we carried right from day one. Yeah. And uh, it came in a little clear uh, plastic bags right. with the cigars that came in at that time. And I remember getting my first load of cigars that came in before the store was even opened. And we had to put the stuff away. And um, the next, mo- we locked up the store. I had a regular night job I had to go to. Yeah. I came in the next day and opened the store. Not open to, to open uh, for let people come in, but to set up the store again. Another day of setup. The aroma that was through the store was unbelievable, yeah. and the aroma was the topper top cigars. Yeah. It was that broadleaf smell. And when I opened a box of his cigars, I actually smelled the day I opened the store. That's that beautiful. smell, it brings uh, back the memory of that. Neat. I told him, I neat. said, every time I open one of these boxes, I remember opening the store. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's amazing yeah. how the memory through, through your no, nose. Of course, yeah. yeah. Through scent, yeah. 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 That it brings it every, back every single time, and it has that taste I think Chris, it. did you tell Chris that? I yeah. think you'd like that. Yeah. It, it's just amazing. And, and I said, it's not that it happened once. It happens every single yeah. time. It brings back that memory. It's ingrained, it's ingrained it in, yeah. Yeah, in the hard drive, yeah. Yeah, for, from, the, from the aroma of it. It's messed and up. And Chris himself is the epitome of the New England gentleman. He is. He is debonair. Yeah. He is a good yeah. guy, family man, yeah. you know, real you know, churchgoer, just a good all-around guy, yeah. you know. And yeah. I love the guy. He's become one of my closest friends. And, I mean, I can't – he's been integral in my success in the Northeast, too, because there's – no one doesn't know him. He knows, right. He can walk mm-hmm. in any store. You know, so 118 years. 118 years. Yeah. My God. Wait one more year, then we're going to come out with something special for you. Yeah. Well, this is special right now. It's out there, and I'll tell you what he did. He, he, uh, much like years ago, coffee companies did when the price of coffee went up, and I'm going back into the into the 60s. -hmm. um, That um, the price was going up too much, so the coffee companies decided we would buy coffee in cans that were one pound. Right. And they end up changing the weight, Hmm. and coffee became. 
uh, 12 ounces, then 11.5 ounces, and they tried to maintain the price because people were used to paying a certain right. price. You put a little less cigars in a box, and I sell boxes of topper like I did when they were machine-made cigars. Right. It's just less cigars in the box. Right. So uh, It's a 30 count, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a 50 count. Right. It's a 30 count now. And a, a box of cigars is a box of cigars. And, right. Uh, that guy, you know, comes in and says, yeah, give me a box of my toppers. I said, I want to let you know there's less cigars in the box. It's the same price that it used to be, but it's a, it's a different cigar. Let me open it up and show mm-hmm. you. And show you the cigar and smoke it. If you don't like it, bring it back. Don't, don't, don't worry about it because it's a different cigar. It's way better than it was before. Mm-hmm. And they come back and say, wow. You like them. I yeah. do. Yeah, they're like good. Them. They're good. I smoke them all the time. Yeah. I mean, they're good stuff. Yeah. It's kind of certain that Broadleaf has something to it. Yes. It's just that raisin. Yep. To me, it's yeah. like raisin. Sweet raisin, the yeah. smell, the uh, just, it, it's an awesome cigar. I wish them nothing but continued success. Thank you. Thank you. And, um, you know, that, that was always a, be- a, a, a tweener, you know, yeah, I yeah, called yeah. it. It was between a premium and a machine-made, and, machine made, and um, we always carried it. And um, opened it out for singles, and even uh, our, our friend at uh, Curta Twins. Yeah. Um, of course, he's great. Yeah. I went into, you know, we have a meeting once a month, and we, we go there to uh, fight legislation mm-hmm. and stuff together. And that's the, the great thing about New Hampshire, the retailers getting together like we do. And uh, I went in the store and opened this cabinet up, and I said, I smell toppers. I mean, I can, it's, it's, it's ingrained. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. It's really, I look at, I coined the phrase, I, I call it echo preem. It's an economical premium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what I think that is, you know, and I believe that, you know, in this day and age, you you know, some of these other, you know, some of these other products that you're getting a really good price on, I mean, they're not good to smoke. Yeah. You yeah. know, you're like, come on, that's not. Right. Yeah, I'd rather not smoke. I'd rather not yeah. smoke, you know. But, but that's that's the answer to that guy. It's a premium short fill cigar, which yeah. is like an oxymoron, but <laughs> it, it works, you know. Well, and, and we, we have issues with FDA, just of to course. bring it up quickly, that they're going to look at cigars that are priced low. Mm-hmm. And say well, that's not a premium cigar. Topper is a premium cigar. Of course it is. Period. That's all there is to it. Honestly. And the so argument would be to say, okay, this has been around for 118 years. <laughs> if I if I could have them smoke it with me, you tell you smoke that, and you tell me this isn't a premium cigar because the price is so low. Don't don't right. You know, the average guy. This is for a guy that smokes a lot of cigars a day, and right. the average guy. Uh, you're smoking five, six cigars a day, and you're a, you're a regular working stiff. This is a cigar for you. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna get yourself uh, a celebrity, a, a celebration type cigar mm-hmm. or something. Here's you a had hump. a great week. It's Friday afternoon. You got out of work early. You want to say, "Oh my God, the weekend's here" or something. Grab a debonair. Right. You know, but you look at. I guarantee. I guarantee you, any of the northeastern politicians, as they go into the basement of their grandmother's house, they will find a topper box filled with like either knitting or sewing yeah. stuff or some kind of trinkets. I'm telling you, that's it's ingrained. I mean, you go around, you see these places. Oh, it's been around all that on time. TV on these old shows. There's a box. I mean, yeah. you're talking 107. They're predicated. For the, yeah. You talk about the predicate thing, and the FDA is like, when was your stuff in the market, and when was this? I mean, it's 117 years. I mean, he's set. The same family. It's, it's continually been in business. That's the amazing thing. I doubt the FDA is listening, but they are. Don't mess with don't this. Don't mess with this guy, yeah. Yeah, don't do that Mm-mm. because there's no, there's no reason to. Uh, believe me, there's no kids it's Americana. out there. It's Americana. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. like the Norman Rockwell thing, you know? Yeah, that's something I want to. The T-shirt. I want to wear that T-shirt. I want to wear that jacket that yeah. has top of cigars. Tops them all. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> It's, it's cool. This is old-time old stuff. and His granddad would deliver cigars in a packer. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. 
How yeah. you can't get better. That's the right, devil. He wore a top hat, you know? Don't right. be insane. Yeah. yeah, right, really. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, it's time to take a peek into the asylum, so let's do that right now. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories too insane to be true. But they are brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. A former U.S. Marine has been charged with murder after allegedly suffocating his 50-year-old stepfather to death by giving him an atomic wedgie. Police say they found Denver Lee St. Clair dead in his home with the waistband of his underpants pulled over his head and around his neck. According to police, his stepson Brad Davis claimed he carried out the playground prank after his stepfather jumped him after a night of drinking in their Oklahoma home. In retaliation, he gave him an atomic wedgie and pulled the elastic band of the victim's underwear up over his head from behind, which eventually killed him. Wow. That's insane. That's I don't mean the Asylum. Yeah. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take yeah. no prisoners. <laughs> Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80. That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away. Choked out. Choked out. Choked out. That's what happened. Yeah. He probably did it and ran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slid down. Slid down. Slid back. And the guy, how you do it? And the guy's probably not that nimble. You know, you got to see the people in the picture, you know. Yeah. You'll be hearing that story. Uh, speaking of choking out, you're a big fan of the boxing, MMA, oh, yeah. and all the... Uh, all of it, yeah. And uh, not only are you a fan, but you're actually helping the youngsters out in the DR. Absolutely. And, so tell us a little about that. We have the boxing factor in Santiago with a good friend of mine, Santiago. His name is Santiago. And uh, we do some youth boxing. We have a fighter coming up out of the DR right now. He's from MMA, but he's getting into boxing. Um, the other way around. You see a lot the other way, but this guy is yeah, MMA. He, say, let me go in the boxing. It's weird. We get a lot of the guys, the jiu-jitsu guys, and you get a lot of the Muay Thai guys, and they're, 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 they're pretty versed in boxing, and they like the boxing. But then we have a Ivan El Terrible, Red Catch. He's, um, world, he's WBCA champ right now. He's a debonair fighter. He's going to be coming up either in Foxwoods or Vegas soon to fight for the WBA title. He's a lightweight. He's great. He's real good. He's Devin all the way. He's Ukrainian cat. He trains and out. He's in, coming out of your factory. He's, no, he's coming out of our, our you know stable. Yeah, I call yeah, him yeah. a factory now. Okay, but he's out. Of, he's training out of Ponce de Leon Gym in California. Um, he's managed by Larry Army out of Worcester, Mass. Um, great guy. We got some other guys coming in. You know, we got some other stuff. I'm trying to. Uh, Get some more of the debonair way of life and the fighting, and it's like you know, like I don't. I try to copy the the. Well, there's one guy that did a good job, the Nike guy, where he doesn't do much ads, but he puts like that in the cool guy's hand. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. got cool guy wears Nike. It's evangelical. Yeah, it's yeah, an evangelical yeah. approach. Like that's why I go to the stores myself and I meet with you and I talk and people see it in India and they like it. You know, yeah. and that's what we're trying to do with the boxers. We're trying to so these guys also that I'm saying, look, man, don't waste your money. Don't go buy the Benz. You know, let's get you a truck. Let's, yeah, uh, let's, yeah, let's, don't let's, blow it. Here's the money. Here's a finance guy I know. We'll put your money there. Ten percent a year, and that's what they need. That's their biggest but, loss. Because you know, unless they're a Floyd Mayweather, yeah. the Mayweather guy, which 
you know, making seventy million dollars. Right. There's one of them. Believe me, and the, and some of those guys blow it too. They do. Mike look, Tyson's broke. Gone. Look at look at Evander Holyfield. He's yeah. he's he's so broke he can't pay attention. You yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Phil Zangi, Debonair Cigars and Rum. Uh, thank you so much for thank being you. on the thank show, you, Phil. Thank you. Uh, uh, Omar D. Frias uh, and his. Uh, with his uh, Fratello. Fratello, Fratello brother. Yeah. An exactly. Italian. Exactly. And uh, two great cigars, two great guys. Uh, it was a great show and great to have both of you on there. Next week, we'll be back from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And back with us will be Mr. Jonathan. So we'll see what we can do for that. Uh, remember, uh, this and every show in the Cigar Authority is absolutely free and worth every penny, if you ask me. For Mr. Jonathan, who's not here, for Chuck Morris, and I'm David Garofalo, thank you so much for listening this week and every week on the Cigar Authority. And remember, when you're smoking your debonair cigar, to always leave the lid end out of your mouth. And as always, if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. We love it. Can't get enough of it. We always appreciate when you tweet out a link to the show or mention us on Facebook. See you next week. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact that I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.